Hey guys, and welcome to the Family Business Indaba podcast. We are the voice of African family business, promoting generational wealth and generational legacies. And my name is Susan Tendi. And I am Nika Amani. And we're going to be taking you through the journey of African family business. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the second session of this day, t- day three of the African Family Business Research Conference. And in this session, I have with me Mr. Welcome Kupangwa, and he is going to be presenting his research on the nature of values among South African, African, it's, uh, South African IAFBs. I know where the African Family Businesses is. I think you'll have to expand on the I. So, Mr. Welcome. Thank you, Tsitsi. Um, I'll just begin by sharing my screen and just uh, tell me if, if you can, uh, if you're able to see it. Yes. Okay, fantastic. All right, uh, good morning, everyone. Thank you for attending this session. I'll be presenting uh, this uh, topic uh, on the nature of values uh, among indigenous South African family businesses. The I represents indigenous uh, city. And I'll be specifically looking at the transmission and entrenchment of values. Uh, with me here in this presentation, um, uh, presenting on behalf of Professor Farrington and Professor uh, Farrington. In comparison to non-family businesses, family businesses are frequently described as having unique or different uh, characteristics. Uh, One such characteristic is that family businesses are commonly uh, regarded as being more deeply rooted in their values than their non-family businesses. Uh, The dominant culture that is found in many family businesses is as a result of the beliefs and values that are rooted in the family and its history. These values are established often live by the founding members of the family businesses. And most of these founding members of the family businesses want their succeeding generation to run their businesses in accordance with the early established traditions and core values. However, most of these family founders they often fail to successfully transmit values to their children. If these values are not transmitted, they are not shared to the next generation and are not entrenched in the functions and the operations and processes of the family businesses, the functioning of both the family and the family business is put at at risk. The primary research objective of this study is to provide a framework for explaining how values are transmitted among indigenous black South African family businesses uh, together with the business owning families. And to do this, we've come up with three research, secondary research objectives. The first one is to examine the nature and the role of values in indigenous black South African family businesses. The second one is to investigate the nature of values transmission processes in the indigenous black South African business owning families and the last but not least, to investigate the nature of values transmission 
in indigenous black South African family businesses. In our everyday language, the concept of value refers to something that is desirable, something of importance, something usefulness, uh, something of usefulness. Uh, this term is also referred to something of relative worth, utility, or importance, something of intrinsically valuable or desirable, as I said. In, in its plural form, such values are referred to as moral principles, standards, ethical and behavioral norms. It is these standards that uh, serve as measure for what is good or what is bad, what is right or wrong. These standards are used to evaluate things in our actions that you know, we, we conduct or we do. These values find are often expressed in, in, in observable forms of culture, such as the behavior. They are also expressed and evident in organizational artifacts, such as business logos and slogans. They are often values, values are often associated with family businesses. And these include stewardship, uh, modest commitment, philanthropy, truthfulness, social responsibilities, among others. Values that are of importance to family businesses uh, include honest, within the Finnish sample, include honest, credibility, obeying the law, um, quality, industrious, industriousness, etc. Within the Spanish uh, family business sample, respect, entrepreneurial spirit, and stewardship, loyalty, honesty, and excellence, among others, these are some of the values that were ranked as of importance or high importance by these family business. Within the European sample, values such as honest, hard work, integrity, respect, among others, were also ranked as of, of being a uh, greater importance to the family businesses in the European sample. Values necess necessarily uh, are necessary for longevity. These values, they bring about unity in the family and the family members that are involved in the business and also the family as a whole. In, in other words, values foster sacrifice, generosity, and entrepreneurial spirit. Within the family businesses, values have been uh, categorized or described as emphasizing more on collectivism than individualism. These values are more humane are more emotional and fundamental as opposed to non-family business values which are more transactional, impersonal. In other words, they're not emotional in this case and they are often directed to, towards uh, economic um, outcomes. And these differences in values provides family businesses with a stronger, with a strong and durable culture. It is this culture, it is these values that makes family businesses different from non-family businesses. The importance of values in family businesses is well recognized in the literature. These values are entrenched in the business by the founders or leaders. They form the foundation of the family business culture. They define the purpose and mission of the family business. They guide the decision-making processes, but also they also guide the behavior of the family of the members, uh, as well as 
how they interact with their stakeholders. Values are transmitted across generations onto potential successors of family businesses. Um, most researchers consider the importance of values transmission in two different perspectives. Values transmission acts as a link between the family and the family business, something that is very important, but also a unique feature of a family business. Values also uh, are regarded as a long-term values transmission provided a long-term survival and a transgenerational success of the family business. These values unite the family and the business. They help maintain the identity and make sensing uh, sense-making in family businesses. The significant influential role, they, yeah, they play a significant influential role in the development and ongoing maintenance of the vision and the culture of the family business, as well as that of the family. If these values are successfully trans transmitted or transferred to the next generation, they play a crucial role in that they, they, they provide self-perpetuation of family businesses. And one might add also self-perpetuation of the family. In the context of values entrenchment, founders and leaders, they play a significant role in establishing these values and culture of the family business. Values are considered foundational in the operations and the functions of these family businesses. These values influence and shape the organizational functions and processes such as division, mission, statements, the strategic decisions, business operations, human resource practices, processes, and processes among others. In this study, we use two theories that underlie the study, social learning theory and institutional theory. And just to provide what we know um, in terms of the literature, we developed a conceptual framework um, showing showing that uh, we've got social agents, socialization agents. Uh, these socialization agents, they use different channels to transmit their values. We have got different factors influencing the values transmission. We, they use different socialization mechanisms. If these values are successfully transmitted or accepted by the next generation, they result into various benefits or advantages. And then these values are entrenched into the family business, into different functions of the business by the founder. This study utilized interpretivism and postmodernism uh, as the research paradigms, utilizing a qualitative methodological approach using both mouth case and descriptive case studies uh, strategies. Uh, and we conducted interviews in the form of a semi-structured one-to-one interview. And we also looked into some of the documents of these families. In other words, we did document analysis. We also do, did some observations and finally we applied a thematic analysis. Okay. For the businesses to be part of this uh, study, the family must see, should have seen itself as a family business. The family should own about 50%. Uh, the family must have at least one active operating uh, business. Uh, at least second generation family members must be involved in the ownership or management of the family business. The family must have a transgenerational intention or ambition to pass on the business to the next generation 
And last but not least, the family business must also be independently owned and managed by indigenous like South African, excluding the colored or Indian population groups. Uh, this is just the case profiles of the businesses that we interviewed or that are consistent uh, the focus of this study. We had seven, we have seven indigenous family businesses that met the criteria as indicated in the previous slides. And all these businesses, they come from different industries. Um, as you can see on this screen, sorry. Um, most of these businesses are established uh, you know, in the 1980s. Um, and they are in, the sec in their second generation. And they own, the family is on 100% of the ownership. Uh, and only two of the seven businesses are still in their second, in their first generation. And I have to also add these two businesses, you know, Matebula Marketing and Kagisho Investment. They are also going through a succession uh, process as we speak or by the time we have the interviews. Uh, last year, 2020. Okay. These are the participants of the the participants of these uh, that we interviewed. In total, there were 17 of them, and as you can see, this, the collection of the data started in 2019, um, and uh, on ended I think a few a few uh, few weeks or months ago. Okay. The findings of the study, quite interesting is that um, we found, we categorized these values into four categories, basically. In other words, we have personal values, family values, cultural values, and business values. And business values were further divided into two, strategic and ethical. The findings show that several values categorized as family values are clearly upheld by the individual members as their personal values, showing that the values transmission is actually taking place or has taken place uh, in these family businesses. Values that seem to overlap between personal and family values included benevolence, entrepreneurship, hard work, honesty and integrity, amongst others. In addition to that, the findings also further show that several family values, including their cultural values, upheld by the participating families are also upheld in their family businesses. And these include benevolence, hard work, and loyalty, honesty and integrity, humility, respect, amongst others. Although having different levels in the, in the different values categories, several other family and business values were also found to overlap. For example, the family value of continuity of the family business overlaps with the business value of business sustainability. The family value of continue of education overlaps with business value of continuous learning and personal development and empowerment of employees. Similarly, family value of entrepreneurship and business value, innovation and creativity, as well as business family value of humility, humanness in the, in the form of cultural value and the business value continued community and fairness 
were also found to overlap. Even the values summarized in this table, these values can be seen as collectivistic in nature. These values included benevolence, community, humility, humanness, teamwork, amongst others. The values upheld by these family businesses were also found to be ethical and humanistic in nature. And these included familism, forgiveness, humility, respect, respect for elders is quite important in the context of indigenous family businesses, humanist spirit, spirituality, and trust. The values upheld by the participating family businesses and their families were seen to be premised on the concept of Ubuntu. In other words, there seemed to be an overlap between the values these businesses and their families upheld with the values espoused in the philosophy of Ubuntu. And this table is just showing which value of Ubuntu relates to which a business, uh, business owning family value and family business values that are upheld by these participants. And most importantly, in the context, in this context, the values of benevolence, community, humanness, amongst others, will seem to be values that are important to these businesses and their families uh, as they try to uphold um, the concept, uh, the, the, the philosophy of Ubuntu and strengthen it within their operations and how they conduct uh, themselves with, with other stakeholders. Upholding these values means that they behave in a manner that pays attention to stakeholders such as the employees, uh, customers, as well as the community. Community is something that is very important to these participants, uh, to these participating families and their businesses. Such behavior creates and strengthens the family unit as most of these stakeholders of these participants are seen as part of the family of the family business. Uh, for example, employees, they see themselves as part of the family and also the family business. Uh, in some cases, customers also associate themselves with these uh, participants, participating family businesses. So the findings of this study suggest that suggest that the, the values upheld by the participating families and their businesses are mainly influenced and shaped by their African culture, which is premised on the philosophy of Ubuntu. In the current study, uh, the individual family members or participants, the families as a whole and their family businesses, they view themselves as part of their communities and they are interdependent on each other or interdependent to the, these communities. That's why I was emphasizing on the, cons, on the values of uh, benevolence, humanness, sorry, uh, which is found within the family, but also within the family business. 
And the issue of community or the value of community is something that is very important within these families. Okay, just to move on to the aspect of socialization agents. This is just to show you that uh, there are different or various agents that were found to be playing a critical role in transmitting and transferring of values to the next generation. Um, this picture here just tells the story on its own. Uh, nuclear family members play an important role, particularly parents and siblings, but also extended family members in the context of African indigenous family members, uh, family businesses, grandparents and family elders such as aunts and their the uncles, you know, play an important role as well. In some cases, some of these, uh, the second generation, you know, stayed with some of these family elders. In some cases, were brought up by their grandparents, and therefore they played an important role in transmitting some of the values. On the other hand, we've got external factors, in other words, non-familial socialization agents. Uh, religion becomes something very important to these particular businesses. Uh, referring to Christianity particular, in particular, but also African culture is referring to African spirituality uh, in the sense that they observe the, not only what is happening in the, in the African context or African cultures, but also observing the African rites or rituals or ceremonies, etc. These things also became part of uh, socialization agents of these participants. The issue of education and peers were also um, part of the, or just, these are just quotes that we have, sorry. These are the quotes that we have uh, just to provide evidence of where we got some of these uh, agents, social agents. And then we have socialization mechanisms. Okay, here we're saying, so what, what are the mechanisms that parents or family members or social agents as a whole use to instill or socialize the next generation into a set of values? Um, we have categorized these socialization mechanisms into two. First one is parenting practices. Uh, in this case, Parenting practices refers to the actions or activities that parents engage in, in to encourage or facilitate the transmission of, uh, uh, of values to the next generation, more specifically you know, amongst the, their children. Whereas the family practices here, we are referring to uh, the activities that the family as a whole uh, engage to do the same, in other words, to encourage and facilitate the learning of values amongst the next generation. Um, within the context of parenting practices, the issue of involvement in the family business is quite important or seem to be important, uh, as well as family communication, but these others are also important. You know, instrumental conditioning, uh, parents had to discipline their children, in other words, they had to not only be strict, but to actually use uh, some sort of um, 
I don't want to say this, you know, some, some of them will, if their parents would beat them if they don't, if they don't do certain, certain things. Uh, I'm not sure if it's still allowed, you know, in these days, but I think, uh, to some extent it's still happening in some of these families. And then, of course, assigning of home duties, you know, sending children to do certain tasks, tasks, uh, which instill values such as hard work, responsibility, amongst others. Obviously, the going to church, in this case, which is also seen, uh, explains the how or why uh, religion is a social socialization agent in this case. In terms of family practices, the issue of family routines, the family gatherings and ceremonies, such as family meetings, traditional rituals or rites or ceremonies, uh, family lunches that these families would hold uh, and share, you know, within the, the context of the family, with their, with their next generation. In the, it, it is these family routines, it is through these family routines that these, the values of these businesses and their families are then shared to the next generation. Uh, within that, there's also role modeling. Uh, the values adopted by the next generation uh, seem to be those values that they observe or imitate uh, for in the behaviors of their parents or the family members as a whole. And then quite important is the issue of storytelling. On Monday, we had, I think it was Professor Ruth mentioning something about storytelling. And it is true that the issue of storytelling is something that is very important in driving or instilling values to the next generation. In this case, the values, the, the values that, sorry, the stories that were shared by these family businesses seem to be uh, looking at the historical backgrounds, but also tended to focus mostly on the hardships and the struggles that the founders uh, and the families experienced before and during the starting up of the family businesses. Uh, and I think that's, in my view, maybe that's one of the, uh, as I mentioned, one of the most important way in which we can instill values such as entrepreneurship by telling stories to the next generation, as we see um, in this study. Okay, these are just examples of the cards that uh, we we have. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm jumping on something. Okay, we, we have values, we have transmission factors. What parents do is influenced by transmission factors. So the mechanisms that parents do is not that they use to instill values, not just enough. Those mechanisms are influenced or moderated, uh, for the lack of a better word, by these transmission effectors, such as family relational climate, uh, the extent to which the next generation feels safe, uh, to, uh, to uh, feel safe, and there's also unit and togetherness and share with the family or the extended family members. Uh, I think if there is a, a sense of safety amongst the family members or amongst the family as a whole, then the children are more likely to 
engage with the values that they are being taught by their elders with a view of not only understanding and but also maybe accepting them at the end of the day. Um, this issue of societal values climate. These, uh, here we're talking about the, the behavioral reinforcement. In other words, um, the values that are shared, that we uphold by, that are shared or uphold by these participating family businesses do not exist in a vacuum. Uh, these businesses and their families socialize the next generation uh, members into a value set that is generally acceptable in their culture or in their communities. So, and they follow the dominant values that prevail in that particular society. And in one would say, maybe it's because they want to fit in with the context or in the environment or situation they find themselves in. Um, so these parents and their in their family businesses, they would uh, copy what other families you know, are doing. Just to give a summary of using this framework uh, of what values transmission is all about, we have got different values that describe the nature of values. Personal values, family values, cultural values, and business values, and all these values they're premised on the, in the African culture of these participating businesses, which is based on the philosophy of Ubuntu. We have got agents. These agents transmit agents, familiar agents and non-familiar agents. They transmit these values using uh, different uh, channels, vertical channels, horizontal and oblique. Uh, the horizontal, the, the vertical one being the most important and as well as oblique transmission. The vertical one is mainly used by the, it's a direct transmission uh, by the parents to the next generation. Um, and then oblique transmission is the where the elders of the family transmit these values to the next generation. It doesn't have to be a biological you know, parent uh, as we know in the African culture, uh, elders play an important role uh, in, in this case. Okay, and then they use different socialization mechanisms, parenting practices and, and family practices, and then there are factors that influence uh, the values transmission for us to obviously get uh, values acceptance. There is values uh, entrenchment, which is another arm of the study. Values are entrenched into the into the functions, into the functions and processes of the family business. And the founder and the business leaders seem to play a critical role in, in this entrenchment. Some of the functions and processes that we've, that we found to be influenced and shaped by these values includes the family business strategy. In this case, uh, how this influencing and shaping occurs is particularly evident in how the values and the vision statements are formulated, uh, as well as in how long-term decisions are made by these participating family businesses. Values are used to shape 
uh, sorry, to, 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 to formulate the, the vision and mission statements of these participating businesses. The second one is organizational identity, uh, the values of these businesses and their families influence and shape how they intend to protect the reputation and identity of their business, but as well as that of the family as well. The values influence and shape how the family business uh, identity and reputation is promoted to stakeholders. It is through displaying these values and displaying what they stand for in terms of these values they hold dear, that they, these family business identity or what they stand for is communicated and promoted to the, to the stakeholders, both internally, you know, employees, but also externally uh, to the customers, to the community, et cetera. And then there's the issue of the use of family business culture. The family business culture or cultures that were found in these participating family businesses were also influenced and shaped by the values that they uphold. Uh, and these cultures were described as uh, in, in, the, in terms of employee participation. In other words, they involve their employees in the decision-making processes. They want their employees to participate and they want their employees to feel at home. Uh, hence, there is a sense of community. They, they view each other or uh, see that, you know, all the, all, the all, all the family members, the family business members, including non-family business, non-family employees are also part of the business. And there is that sense of community or togetherness. Uh, they share problems, they share the challenges, they help each other, they laugh, they pray together in some cases. The respecting of key stakeholders, particularly customers, but as well as employees. And one of the key stakeholders also, you know, the community is very important. It is seen in how they conduct or interact with these stakeholders, whether it's employees, customers, or their communities. Respect becomes something that is very important to them. Um, they treat these stakeholders with respect. There's also issue of continuous learning, where they share, where they give their employees particularly uh, opportunities to learn further. Uh, to develop their skills, but also they, they upskill them, you know, they send them for, for, for training, for workshops, etc. And then last but not least is the issue of open communication and transparency. And I think, uh, I remember one of the participants saying, you know, they share the financials with the, all the employees of the business. I think that's kind of, transparency and open communication that exists in some of these participating family businesses, which enhances, in my view, the sense of community. These values also shape and influence the human resource practices and decisions in how they recruit and orient their, their new, new employees. Uh, they display some of these values on the job advertisements 
um, they communicate these values to potential candidates, particularly during the interviews or the interview processes. And I think it's done to orient as, as, the, as part of human resources, to orient these new employees in what, on what uh, the businesses you know, stand for. And because they are introduced to this, it affects or influences how they behave uh, in their businesses. They are expected to behave in a certain way. It is that conduct that should speak to the values of the businesses, that of the values that are that are being upheld by these businesses. Employees uh, who share values of the family businesses they seem to stay longer than those who do not. Uh, I remember one of the participants uh, has been working in this family business, one of the family businesses for more than 40 years. Uh, basically, he's been working there since the beginning or since the establishment of the family business. Uh, so they tend to influence the loyalty as well amongst these family business, uh, family business employees. The other aspect is the issue of innovation. Um, for the sake of time, I'll just you know quickly jump on this one. But in innovation, in this case, uh, is influenced in terms of business operation and efficiency. They continuously search for opportunities and solutions, uh, which influences the level of innovation in the family business. So, what what careers, institutional careers, do these founders and current leaders use to instill these values uh, into, the fam- into their family businesses. They, u- they lead by example. In other words, they leave these values. They demonstrate these values. They show how to treat customers. Uh, they show these employees how to treat customers, how to engage with the stakeholders. Uh, and it is through leading by example that these values are entrenched in these participating family businesses. The other issue is of fem- is the business routines. In this case, you are referring to verbal and non-verbal careers. Um, business meetings, you know, they conduct lunches, they conduct strategic sessions and workshops and training. Uh, they also, in an informal way, they do what they call um bring and share in a way they just in a relaxed way they 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 maybe try to know each other and in that way it also reinforces or fosters the values of the founders and the current leaders and those of their families as well they also display business artifacts such as uh, business awards and certificates and symbols Uh, they display their names in some cases the names of that are used by these participants uh, family businesses actually names of the founders uh, or the couples in some cases or the names of the family. Uh, so you see sometimes they explain in those some of the images they explain what those names really mean. Uh, so it is through the use of these business artifacts that uh, these values are also entrenched in these businesses. Lastly, the issue of rewards. Employees that uh, seem to be demonstrating the acceptable behaviors seem to be rewarded for demonstrating or for behaving as such, uh, for living out those values. 
So there is a recognition or recognizing and rewarding employee efforts. And these employees tend to become role models for other employees to emulate and imitate. Uh, they become advocates for the values of both the family and as well as the family business. Uh, and through the use of rewards or compensating these employees, the, participa- the, the, the family businesses seem to, the, the, the founders and leaders of this family business seem to entrench those values to, the, to their um, family businesses. Just to also give you a summary or a framework, uh, which is what we developed at the end of the study. Uh, these values entrenchment is the role of the leader is quite evident and is quite recognized in this process of values entrenchment. These leaders, they influence the values entrenchment because of their legacy. They want to protect their legacy. They, because of the power and the voice they have, because of the status they have in the industry, the community they serve, but also because of the resources they bring in, whether it's finance uh, or non-finance. They use different institutional carriers, uh, in like, uh, like, as I said before, they lead by example, they use business routines, uh, business artifacts and rewards, etc. And they influence the uh, these values are in, introduced into the family business. Uh, particularly, they influence the and shape the functions of these organizations, uh, strategy, identity, uh, governance, etc. And the communities seem to be the center of what these businesses, uh, you know, do. Uh, it revolves around community. They respect the community. They see themselves as responsible and active sorry active citizens or active community uh community stakeholders and if these values are transmitted and entrenched in this transmitted in the family and entrenched in the, in the family business these values will result into different roles they play a different role as indicated here such as continuity and success they bring a sense of con- community. They help to build an identity of what the family and the family business, but they also guide the behaviors of the family business members. So what are the recommendations to, in terms of transmission? The business-owning families should strive to socialize the next generation into adopting uh, a broad value set that includes personal family culture and business values. Uh, the, the senior generation must constantly be aware that how they behave and how they live their lives is evident in obviously in their actions. So they must behave in a manner that promotes acceptable values. Uh, the issue of family routines should be upheld. In other words, should, should be encouraged uh, all the times. It is through these rich, these family routines, the celebrations, birthday celebrations, Christmas celebrations or gatherings that these values are then brought in or in, you know, transmitted or shared with the next generation. Issue of storytelling becomes very important, as I mentioned earlier on in the, uh, in the presentation. They need to tell stories about how the study, uh, sorry, how the, the family businesses, you know, were started, uh, the challenges they faced. It is through sharing those stories that the next generation tend to appreciate uh, the history 
of the families, but also the family businesses. And they want to preserve that history for years to come. They also want to pass it on to the next generation. I think storytelling is, becomes an important and effective tool that can be used by the, by the family businesses and their families. In terms of values entrenchment, founders and leaders should know that they have got influence in how values are entrenched in the family businesses. Uh, they need to be, they need to show that, uh, they need to show appreciation to employees that uphold values, both of the family and those of the family business. Uh, in other words, they can provide, you know, rewards, they can give them financial rewards or non-financial rewards, whatever the case might be. The use of business artifacts, the displaying of values within the premises of the business, uh, uh, using, uh, you know, displaying of, of awards, is displaying of, of certificates should also be encouraged. Sorry. Uh, should also be encouraged by encouraged amongst these family businesses. It is through that that they can then, you know, display what they stand for and make what they stand for known to the, not only to the employees only, but also to the external stakeholders. Um, among us others, the last but not least, uh, the, these participants, we recommend that the, the indigenous family businesses should embrace Modern, communi modern communication platforms such as your social media, uh, the development of websites, the use of Twitter, the use of Facebook, amongst others. And we hope that through conducting this study and recognizing the importance of these uh, family businesses in their economies, we hope that it can assist in alleviating unemployment and poverty levels, but also to create uh, family businesses that are built on values. And I think that's the point. We want businesses that are deeply rooted and entrenched in what they stand for in values that will bring sustainability. And I thank you. Thank you so much, welcome for such an insightful presentation and um, an elaborate one as well. Um, is there anyone who may have any questions directly for welcome as we still have quite a few minutes on, on the session? We have at least five to 10 minutes that we can spare for question and answer. If there's anyone, can you please share those in, in the chats at the bottom there? I'm sure welcome would be happy to address those questions. Otherwise, we can move those questions over to the next session, which will be our panel discussion. And during that, the chair will be Professor Almarie. Okay. Right, um, welcome. We have a question here from Professor Farrington. And um, she's, um, ask, she's asking how you are feeling at the end of your PhD journey. Oh, uh, I've got a lot to say, uh, as always, I have an opinion, but 
I think I haven't processed my feelings. Uh, at, at the surface, I'm happy. At the surface mm-hmm. level, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm also in disbelief that it has come or is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, after almost six years of researching on this, um, but I reflect and I say to myself, what a journey. I've learned a lot. Uh, but also I'm realizing I'm, I have got a lot to learn at the same time. I'm only knowing a small part of uh, the dynamics of family businesses. And there's quite a lot of other things uh, that one still needs to, to learn. Uh, but I think uh, it's, it's, it's been a journey that, you know, has got a lot of up and downs mm-hmm. and um, can't wait to just submit <laughs> within the next few days. But it's been quite a journey. Well, congratulations for taking part in this journey. I'm sure it's a transformational uh, process. And I think the last question that I will pose to you comes from Professor Venter. And she says, what was your most surprising findings? Wow. Oh, that's uh, difficult. Um, from 548 pages, difficult to find a surprise. There are quite a lot of surprising findings. Uh, but to pinpoint on one or two, I think... For me, the, the issue of storytelling, I think, is something that uh, maybe because I love stories, I, I don't know, but I think it's something that uh, stands out for me. Uh, and I know that there's been a lot of studies in recent years that are looking at that in terms in the context of family businesses. But I think uh, it is uh, something that I think you know we should embrace. And it's not just about family businesses, but also in our own families. Uh, how can we pass on values uh, in a way or in ways that, you know, keeps them alive? I think the story, storytelling makes it much more effective in that way. The second one would be... Uh, that some of some of these businesses, I think they like indigenous businesses. They did not want to share their financials, even if you, you know, you explained, you know, with so many documents. There's been emails. There's been a lot of communication, and uh, you know, you have developed this relationship. With, but maybe six months or close to one year, they still don't want to share. That I was like, what is happening? I think it just tells how secretive uh, these businesses are. And I think it, it is a, it's a surprise, but also it's in my, it's also a learning, but also in a way it's a disappointment uh, on my part. Uh, maybe in future, maybe we'll be able to, to have participants that are more open. I hope so. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us and thank you so much for doing the research. I think it contributes to the much necessary needed information on African family businesses on the continent. And it continues to um, give us hope for the future, for the success of uh, family businesses on the continent. 
I would like to just invite everybody to join us for our next session, which starts at half past 12. Otherwise, for this session, I will say goodbye and see you in the next session. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you.